Hello, this is another episode of Nerdry, episode number eight, in fact, and uh, today's kind of a special episode because it's actually my birthday today. I have been alive on this planet for 31 years now, and that kind of feels weird to say, but also right to say. So back in 1987... My very young, very angry mother had a baby, and that baby was me, in some actually really pretty little town out in the middle of fucking nowhere in Ohio during a blizzard. So (laughs) here I am now, and I actually feel really good today, (laughs) which is strange because most times I wake up feeling like, fuck, I'm old now. God, was my body doing these things? Did I even sleep? That I even sleep right? It doesn't feel as though I have found the correct way to sleep because I still wake up feeling tired. I'm like, why am I yawning at 10.02 in the morning when I got up at 9.45? That makes no sense to me. And it doesn't matter how much coffee I drink anymore. (laughs) It does not affect my body. I'd have to take the caffeine and directly inject it into my veins for it to do anything at this point. So... But today I actually feel pretty good, and it could just be a mindset thing, because I woke up and I'm like, hey, it's my birthday, and I'm going to do some cool shit today, and uh, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that, actually. Um, I have been a very, very bad kid, and I did not (laughs) read any of my books since my last podcast, which doesn't happen often, I tell you. I don't go usually this long of a stretch without reading. Um. But I've had a pretty crazy week between coworkers calling out, you know, that they just really weren't in a good spot to be able to come in, and nobody else, apparently in the entire fucking world, could come and help. So I've had to open the store, you know, be there for like six hours, go home for two hours, and then come back and do the closing of the store. So literally spend my entire fucking day at work, which pisses me off because I, I don't like spending my entire day at work. <clears throat> and then doing an, a close the next day and then an open right after I close and then pet sitting. So I've been in, you know, someone else's house in Muckleteo taking the care of their animals. And then when I get home, all I want to do is hop on Overwatch and kill some people. So <laughs> I haven't been doing any reading. So with that said, I'm going to hop right into my book recommendation for today, um, which I wanted to recommend a book that I read quite a while ago. So I I don't remember everything about it. Um, The book is Wicked, and I am too lazy to go look and see who the author is, but I'm sure most of you have heard of this book. It's based off the, the Wicked Green Witch from Wizard of Oz. We all know who that is. Um, and she, she has her own life in this book from, from baby to, you know, where she, uh, I can't remember if she dies at the end or not. Hmm. Well, I guess you'll have to find out. You're going to have to read the book and find out. But it was a really interesting book because it was a very different take on it. I can't remember if it's the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, I think it's the West. So she fucking lives over here somewhere in Washington. Um, or maybe Oregon. You know what? She probably lives in Portland, actually, if she were a real thing. So, you know, it kind of goes like this. Baby is found and it's green and these people take care of it though they don't really want to because they think she's like 
you know, cursed or something. She's kind of gross because she's green. She grows up, becomes an actually beautiful green lady, goes to college, I think, of some sort. Some sort of college-like thing, but it, I feel like it was written in, you know, like, kind of a little bit more older times, so I don't think it was exactly college, but she has a roommate, and um, something happens where she adopts a monkey, and I have some weird memory of her, like, breastfeeding something at some point, I don't know. But anyway, it was a very interesting take on it. I did enjoy the book a lot. I do recommend it. To anyone who's kind of just has a morbid curiosity and like, well, what the fuck did the, the wicked witch do? And was she a babe or like, you know, was she a cool person? Was she just a fucking weirdo the whole time growing up? Like, how did, what did she do about her skin being green? And why was it green? Uh, so, yeah, it was just an interesting book. <clears throat> I do recommend it, obviously, because it's in my book recommendation section. And I really like to repeat myself, apparently. So there you have it. I'm actually going to do something <clears throat> unheard of in, in you know, the past seven episodes of my um, nerdry podcast, and I'm going to skip the angry portion today, not because I don't have anything to be angry about. I was really pissed off yesterday. I could talk all day about how pissed off I was yesterday about some things going on, but I'm not going to do that because it's my birthday, and today is supposed to be a happy day for me. And so I'm going to do something weird and I'm not, I'm going to skip the angry section. Instead, I was going to talk about <laughs> what it feels like to be 31 and to be me. Uh, it's, it's odd and I'm not complaining about my age and I'm not complaining about the fact that I look like a 19 year old, but I'm 31 and in my head, I feel like I'm still 17, <laughs> but my body physically feels like I must be fucking 40 or 50 because I'm, I'm, I'm creaky already. And apparently naps are a thing I like to do, Ugh. but it's just odd. It's, it's an oddity to say that I am 31 years old. I'm in my thirties now. And I, I had thought when I hit 30, I would probably look like an adult by then. I, I always figured, okay, my thirties, I'm going to look like one of those girls on Sex in the City, and I'm going to look very much like an adult woman who knows what the fuck she wants to do with her life. <clears throat> but here I am. You know, I, I mean, I, I've basically been in my 30s for a year already anyway, because I was 30. But now, you know, I've, I've stepped my whole foot into the decade of the 30 era because now I'm 31. There's no going back. I can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm like 29 in a couple days. I'm, I'm you know, it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm 2010. No, I'm 31. And I still feel like I did, you know, 10, 15 years ago when I felt like, when am I going to look like a grown-up? I still have a lot of trouble getting into bars. <laughs> they take one look at me and they say, I, yeah, we're going to need, you need to get your ID card out. You're not going to, just, yeah, we're not fucking around right now. And I sigh and oh, dig through my purse and I'm like, okay, here you go, fine. Here's my stupid ID and I like fumble with it because I can't get it on my stupid wallet. I'm like, see, there you go. And then they look at it for like a good minute. They don't just like, oh, okay, okay, you're good, you're good. Or, or you know, okay, thanks. <clears throat> you know, because they just ask 
for it because they had to, not because they thought I was actually too young. And they look at it for a minute, and I can see them, like, doing the math in their head. Like, 87? Well, shit, that's got to be older than 21, right? Okay, what's 87 plus? <laughs> you know, like, and they look at me and like, okay, well, I guess you pass the checkpoint. Uh, you can enter. I guess I'm getting you alcohol. <laughs> Just, they seem so reluctant about it. And I kind of understand, because I look at them like, I know, it fucking weirds me out, too. <laughs> but I, I look like a 19-year-old, like I'm a, like I'm a perpetual 19-year-old. And um, I have this experience from a couple years ago when I was 29. So, yeah, literally a couple years ago. Of course, I, I say experience like, oh, man, I had this experience. I got, like, probed by aliens or something. It was just a thing I was going to bring up to kind of prove my point about how fucking weird it is that I'm 31. I was um, somewhere with my mom and there was a a young girl there. She's probably 15 or 16 years old. And something had prompted my mom to ask her this. And, and she says, well, how, how old do you think my daughter is? And keep in mind, she's older than she looks. And so the young girl looks at me kind of ponders for a bit, and she goes, 19? Ugh. <laughs> nope, not 19. And I remember saying something along the lines of, like, yeah, add a decade to that kid, and then you'll, you'll be spot on. I just really like to say the word decade a lot about my life, because then it really makes me feel like I'm old. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, it it still feels weird to me. I don't I don't feel like I'm in my 30s. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I I work at a pet supply store and all the things I had wanted to do by the time I was I don't know, in my mid 20s, I didn't do any of that shit. I wanted to be a rock star. <laughs> I wanted to be a singer in a rock band cuz I was going to be fucking awesome. And I've written like 400 songs and they're all just sitting in my closet. Um, I also, I really wanted to work with dolphins. I thought, okay, well, that's a good backup. I can't be a rock star. I can at least swim with the dolphins because that would be a fucking cool job. I just hang out with the dolphins and they talk to me and then I'm like, oh yeah, they, they make these noises and I'm pretty sure that's what they're saying. And I've just become like a dolphin lady and that would be really cool. But guess what? That costs a lot of money in schooling and a lot of time, because apparently you have to have not only marine biology, but you have to have psychology and probably a couple other ologies. Um, <clears throat> and I had I had a research to this <laughs> research this when I was a kid because I went to SeaWorld with my parents, and they had this uh, swim with the dolphin experience. I paid like 150 bucks, and I got to go into the shallow pool with the dolphin for an hour. <clears throat> that was my little brother. I still have a photo of it. Nowadays, I wouldn't step a foot into SeaWorld because I realize they're kind of a shit organization. But when I was a kid, this was amazing. And it helped solidify my love for animals. So I have a little bit of mixed feelings on it. And I remember talking to the, the dolphin trainer. Like, what What does it take to be a dolphin trainer? I want to train. I want to work with dolphins. I love dolphins. They're amazing. Um, They're fucking huge, by the way, too. I mean, they're big and they are all muscle, and when you're in the water with one, it feels like you're in the water with a fucking shark. It is scary. And they're just so cool and so intelligent. Like, they're they're intimidating creatures. Like, you don't fuck around with a dolphin. But they're really neat. Um, and she has said something along the lines of, well, it's, it's a job that's <clears throat> very high in demand. 
very short in supply. Working with dolphins in general is really hard to get into. And I went to school for eight years to be able to do this. And even then, it was really hard to get in. <laughs> and, and I'm just thinking, like, eight years of fucking schooling? That's like a decade away. Now, at this point, I could have gone to eight years of schooling. I wouldn't have had a way to pay for it. <clears throat> um, but, you know, <laughs> I would I would be there. But even then, I'm looking at my life right now, and I don't know how I possibly would have had the time. I... I'm one of those people who has the energy level to do one big thing a day. That's it. And for me, the one big thing a day sometimes can be going to the grocery store <laughs> and getting the shit I need to eat for the next week or just going to work that day. I'm like, no, I did my thing. I went to work. I'm spent. I'm done. I'm going home. I'm playing video games. I'm reading. I'm not doing anything else. Leave me alone. <laughs> so I don't. I don't have the energy level... Or the motivation or the tolerance that, you know, my best friend per se has where she can do 20 fucking things a day and still have time somehow to see me. Like, she's amazing. I can't do that. I'm like, yeah, I got out of bed and I'm pretty proud of myself for that. So, <laughs> before noon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's that's just, you know, different people have different tolerance and energy levels and that's fine. Another weird thing about me being 31 is I'm now, <laughs> I'm, I'm encroaching that age where if I don't have a baby soon, I may not be able to have a baby, period. And there's no fucking way I can afford to adopt. I don't think I can get approved to be an, an adopter parent person because I can't even be approved to get a doc. <laughs> I have a dog and I have a cat and I'm a, a, a really good, um, you know, dog owner person. Uh, and I love my dog and I've had her for 10 years now. You're 10. You're old like me. We're both old creaky ladies now. <laughs> she's sitting right next to me and she's adorable. Um, but, you know, if I were to go to, to some sort of a rescue and they were to do that, that home invasion, or not home invasion, that home inspection feels like an invasion. Uh, get the fuck out of my house. Um, no, if that home inspection deal where they come and be like, okay, do you have an appropriate size of home? Do you have a backyard? No. <laughs> do you have um, money? No. <laughs> do you have energy to walk this dog? No. Like, what the fuck are you, why do you want a dog then? Like, because I really love dogs and I will try my best. But no, I, I could not get approved. I know if I were to go to a rescue and they were to, you know, that style of rescue, which I appreciate that they care that much and they want to make sure, you know, <clears throat> this dog is going to have a good life. I get that. Totally cool. But I wish they were a little less strict on some things because you can live in a one-bedroom apartment, not have a yard, and have a small apartment-sized dog that gets plenty of exercise. I'm taking the dog for Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here. The problem is I'm getting older and I'm biologically not going to be able to even have a baby within the next couple of years. So there's that that rushed feeling that, oh shit, I better have a kid. Not to mention <clears throat> both my mother-in-law and my mom are like, we want a grandkid. And I'm like, you, you realize you are literally asking me right now to go fuck my boyfriend, right? And they're just like, ew. <laughs> and that kind of makes 
him leave me alone for a while. <laughs> it's a great line. Use it. <laughs> if you don't mind talking to your parents like that. Um, <laughs> but it, it doesn't last forever. This temporary fix. I will admit that I have thought for a really, really, really long time about having a baby. I do want one. I want to have a kid. I want to have that experience in my lifetime. You know, you live once. You're lucky enough to be, you know, a conscious being alive at any point in time and get to basically be a way that the universe experiences itself. And I want that experience. I, I don't want to go throughout my whole life with ever knowing what it was like to have that kind of love, to have that kind of, um, well, experience that to have someone come out of you, be a part of you, you raise another human being, which is unlike anything else. And <clears throat> you probably spend all your money. <laughs> um, I, I do want that. I, I love that idea. Uh, but I don't, I still don't quite feel like I'm mentally ready for it. And, Part of it is because I really, and it's not that I am going to say, you know, oh, I love my life. My life is perfect because it's not, you know, like I said, I was really pissed off yesterday because work shit, but I do like my life. I, I like that when I come home from work, I can sit down and wind, play Overwatch for a couple hours and go read a book before I go to bed on my days off. I can take my dog to the park. I can go out geocaching with one of my friends and go to a concert that night. <clears throat> you know, I can do pretty much what I want during my free time for the most part. And I like that. I like that if I don't want to fucking do anything or see anyone, um, I can just hang out and play some video games or read, you know? Or I can do some sort of <clears throat> craft shit, which I do sometimes. Um, I I know I'm not going to be able to do any of that if I have a baby. <laughs> there's not, not going to be time for video games. If I try to make a podcast, I'm going to have to stop every couple of seconds because I'll probably have some sort of screaming tiny human behind me demanding things and I don't know what they want and I've I've seen movies I know what it's like I well I, I have an idea anyway I know that it's going to be hard and it's going to be <clears throat> exhausting and I don't like things that are exhausting I like things that are refreshing <laughs> I I like um I like feeling not exhausted uh and I know that it's it's just going to take up all my time and probably everything else. And I feel like it's less selfish to not have a baby knowing that right now it's important to me to be able to do my own thing. So, so yeah, I've thought about it. <clears throat> I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do here. Because, again, biological clock ticking. Thanks, biology. Um, but, you know, mental headspace 19 years old and like I'm not ready for a baby fuck that and you know what else I've also thought about this a lot and I mean a lot is okay so when I was a kid <laughs> my mom was a very angry person angry really really and crazy my mom was a crazy angry bitch <laughs> she, was, she was mean and she was angry and did I mention she was fucking crazy so just a lot of bad and um and it, I worry that am I gonna because I'm an angry person I get pissed off about shit and I'm impatient 
so fucking impatient. Oh, I got a text message. I can't even wait to check that. So, you know, I'm impatient. I get angry really easy. I get frustrated easy. I don't like being exhausted. How am I going to be a better mom than my mom was? And of course, I'm older now. And right now we have a really good relationship. We see each other often. We talk to each other quite a bit. Um, we don't live that far from each other. So I, I try to see her at least once a week. And, um, and she's She's really been there for me a lot when I've been in pinches, and I appreciate that. And so, yeah, we're in a good place right now. <clears throat> and I love my mom, and she's great. But when I was a kid, I thought she was evil. <laughs> she was so mean. <clears throat> but, and it's funny, too, because now that I'm older, I look at my mom, and, and I'm like, oh, fuck, she's old now. <laughs> but my, <clears throat> when I was a kid, I look at my mom and thought, like, God, my mom is so old. I look at her now when I was that age, I'm like, gosh, she was so fucking young. She was like 20 years old and dealing with a two-year-old, you know, or maybe it was three at that point. She was pregnant with me when she was 17. And she had me a couple months after she turned 18. So it was her birthday's in January. So she turned 18 in January of 1987. And then I was born two months later. So she was a very young mom. And uh, she was a kid having a kid. And she was a lot like me. She's impatient, easy to anger, dealing with a lot of shit. Like, I don't know, having a kid, being ostracized by certain family members, and then moving across the country all the way from Ohio to sunny California because the guy she married was in the Navy and he was getting deployed. <clears throat> and then he was gone and then she's just left on this, you know, completely unfamiliar coast of the world with no friends and no family, and then this little baby who probably just wouldn't shut up and wanted stuff all the time. I don't remember. I don't. I didn't have memory cells at that point or whatever. So, you know, now I can understand it. She was young. She was alone. She was mad about shit that had happened between her and, and, and certain members of the family. And... And she still wanted to go out and, and party, and she did. <laughs> um... You know, she she wanted to live her life and go out. And she, my mom has always been incredibly social, which is <clears throat> weird to me because I'm I'm pretty antisocial. I'm I'm a nice person and I I do like to meet people, um, but generally it's hard to get me out of the house in the first place. Once I'm actually out, I have a really good time. But if I'm surrounded by a lot of people I don't know and I don't find anybody that I click with, I just don't talk to anybody. I'm the the person who goes and plays with the dog for two hours until we leave. <laughs> I just hang out eating all the food. Um, so I'm 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 not like her. She loves meeting family. She just goes right up to people and like, hey, how's it going? Blah blah blah. She'll she'll be in the grocery line and have made two new friends that she's invited out to her house <laughs> by the time she checks out. That's the kind of person my mom is. And no matter where I go. Somebody knows her. They're like, oh, yeah, I know Robin. I'm like, I'm fucking two states away. How do you know her? And they're like, yeah, she invited us for a barbecue. Of course she did. Of course she did. My mom is the only, you know, nearly 50-year-old person that I'm aware of that still loves to have sleepovers. <laughs> She's got the house for it, though. So anyway, <clears throat> it's it's things like that that make me worry. Like, am I going to be a good mom? Like, am I going to be a crazy, angry mom and, and give those kind of shitty experiences to a kid. I don't want to do that. I know that I would love them fiercely and I would protect them. You should see how protective I am, I am over my dog. <laughs> it's 
So if I were to have a baby, somebody even look at my baby wrong. I'm like, take off my shoe, slap their face, like, get the fuck away. Don't look at my baby. Don't look at me. Get away from my baby. Okay, I'm not going to really do that. But, you know, just to exaggerate the example um, a little bit, <clears throat> I, I would be very protective. And I would love my kid. But <clears throat> I would I be super angry and annoyed and impatient with my kid? Probably. And I don't want to be like that. So, you know, that's another thing that holds me back. <clears throat> Even though I'm 31 years old. <laughs> I'm such an old lady now. <laughs> Actually, I feel like 30s are, are pretty good. Apparently 30s are the new 20s. So I'm so sad that I'm not in my 20s anymore. But um, 30s are supposedly where women kind of hit their peak and their stride. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm ready for that. I want to hit my peak. That sounds like a positive thing. Let's let's do that. <laughs> oh, maybe at that point, I'll, you know, maybe like 32, 33. I'll, I'll feel like an adult woman. Women's. I don't know. Um, I'm still waiting for that to happen. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit. <clears throat> or I guess a lot a bit about who I am and where I'm at in my life and being a 31-year-old now. I'm, I've got a fun day uh, planned later. I've, I've got a, I'm going to go see Ready Player One, which came out at midnight <clears throat> last night, um, the same time I turned into a 31-year-old, which is awesome. And I'm very excited about that one. If you if you've heard my earlier podcast, you'll know that Steph and I are both really big fans of Ready Player One. Seven's my fiance, who I'm marrying in two weeks. Ah! Um, so we're really, really excited to go see that today at three o'clock. I've got kind of a big group going. It's going to be um, him and his mom. My mom is going to go. My best friend can't make it, unfortunately, because she couldn't get out of work. Um, but my other best friend, Amanda, is going to go. And then uh, my karaoke buddy, Greg, is going to go. So we're going to all go see that together, and that'll be fun. And then <clears throat> later in the evening, around 8, I'm heading to Seattle uh, to go see Odessa play. Um, I don't know if you know who Odessa is. They're, they're two guys who basically DJ, and they're out of, um, like, Edmonds or Everett or something. They're, they're from somewhere nearby. And they, they make this really cool music, and they're, they're totally adorable. <laughs> I, I saw them at uh, Deck the Hall Ball last year and uh, and they were pretty great they put on a really good show um their music is 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 really fun and they have like a drum line it's really neat so i'm excited to see them <clears throat> i have a very wide palette for music so you know i see something like odessa on my birthday but the last band i went to go see uh live was foreigner who was opened up by Cheap Trick, and that was fucking amazing. I feel like I was transported to the 80s. And the band before that, I saw Avenged Sevenfold open for Metallica, and that was a fucking badass show. Oh my god, do these guys know how to put on a good show. Love Metallica. Um, so I have a wide palette for music. I can listen to this EDM stuff. I can listen to very small amounts of rap. It really depends. It has to be more kind of like... Either this super holy shit, you cut my soul deep kind of rap, or like more kind of like junky, or not junky, fucking 
<laughs> I was trying to say jazz and funky, and I said junky. <laughs> this kind of funky jazz-like rap, like um, an older album of Black Alicious that I actually do really like. <clears throat> I can listen to... Excuse me, I haven't had my coffee yet, so my throat is all fucked up. Um, I can listen to... Uh, slower stuff, like I really enjoy Al Stewart. <laughs> I love classic rock. Classic rock is definitely my favorite genre. Anything that can be considered classic rock, I, I am into. And, and I could listen to that all day, every day. And it's funny because I make myself my own mix CDs because I'm a dork. And so I have a bunch of different mix CDs based on my moods and feelings and when it's appropriate to play them instead of, you know, what's on them. So I have like my happy mix for when I'm in a bad mood. I play that and I feel better. And then I have my, <clears throat> my Jack attack mix that I play, um, when my, when my brother's around, cause I know he likes that music. And I, and I made a mix that we both like. Somebody said I'm basically Jack Nicholson out of, from as good as it gets, which I don't exactly remember what that reference means. So I'm going to have to go listen, but apparently he makes a lot of mix CDs. Anyway, I, I may have pressed a button on <laughs> on my phone and accidentally ate into my recording, so I, I don't know what you've heard. I could have said anything. It could have been anything. Um, but anyway, I, so I'm going to move on. <clears throat> you guys get it. I'm turning 31. I'm old. I'm going to go do some shit today. I'm having some life crises, is, crises, crises going on. Uh, so, so now you're up to date. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so usually my next segment, I talk about a nerdy thing that I love. And you already know, uh, how I feel about Ready Player One. I, I think it's pretty fucking fantastic. And, uh, we've talked about that before when I had Stefan on my show. Um, so instead I'm going to talk about, and I don't know if this can really be deemed as a nerdy thing, but I'm going to make it one. So here we go. Exchange students. I know that sounds weird, but um, since I was around nine years old, I think we've had exchange students in the house. I met this really cool, very nice girl from Armenia named Nona, and then we had Marty. Um, his name was is really like Martin Minor or something like that that I can't pronounce. So we just called him Marty, redhead from Poland. Uh, <clears throat> who's now a fantastic artist, by the way. And I like to think that part of that is because my mom pushed him to be an artist. Um, when he was staying with us, he he would draw and do it all the time. And his his art was amazing even back then. And my mom told him, you know what? You, you need to pursue this because you're really good. So pursue this. And he did. And now he makes art for kids' books. And it's really cool. <laughs> um, if you look it up, it, his name is spelled M-A-R-C-I-N. Minor, it's M-I-N-O-R, or American Minor, um, <clears throat> and his stuff is very unique and uh, beautiful and intricate and interesting, um, and some of it's kind of dark, but uh, most of it is just, it's it's very unique, and I, I love it. Um, we also have had a lot of exchange students recently, <clears throat> all of which have come from Spain. We've had... Um, uh, Amanda and Maria and Julia or Julia and um, all of them I love so much they, they were so great um, Amanda was this smart beautiful funny kind girl Julia was this um, very serious but very sweet and loving girl who um, who 
had a lot of um, passion for, for her country and where she lived, and, and it was great to talk to. Maria was this fun, cute, spunky, like, totally energetic, down-for-anything girl, and I just, they added so much to my lives being around, and I, I love learning, which is that nerdy part coming out of me. I love um, learning about what, what the hell is your culture like? I know nothing about it. Teach me more, <laughs> you know, because I feel like we don't have culture really here in America. If you're, <clears throat> if you're a, a white girl like me <laughs> and, and you just grew up just kind of doing your own thing, like we, we don't really have a culture. We don't have like this tradition that is important to my ancestry and the, and the dances and the music. And it's like, I listen to Backstreet Boys, uh, <laughs> So, you know, I don't, I don't really have that. <clears throat> so it's, it's always been very interesting to me to hear about other people's culture and traditions and the, and the things they wear and why they wear those things and, and how they dance and why they dance that way and the tools they use. It's just interesting to me. <clears throat> and I love learning about it. And I love sharing my life with someone else and being like, yeah, this is what I like to do. I'm going to teach you geocaching for the first time. I'm going to take you to the Space Needle for the first time ever. And and I'm going to take you on the monorail, which is fucking terrifying. It's a fun learning experience. And if you do exchange students right, please don't take that the wrong way. You know what I'm trying to say. If you do it right, then you're giving someone the experience of a lifetime and and they're doing that back for you. You're touching their lives in 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 a way that they've never experienced before, and they get to see a part of the world that that makes no sense to them, and you get to share it with them, and how fun and crazy and cool it can be, and you know they get to eat like a cheeseburger <laughs> and go America, fuck yeah, and you know play some video games and 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 go to the um you know, to the movies and, and go to the uh, the shows that we have in Seattle, all the Comic-Cons and things like that, just get to see some fun shit that we do here. And it's really fun to share that with them and kind of vicariously live through someone seeing it the first time. It's really exciting again. And then, of course, learning about them and their culture and all of that. So it's a really cool learning experience. Um, and that's that's why I'm including it as one of my nerdy things. I I really want to have one at some point when I actually have a home where someone could feel comfortable <laughs> staying in my home. Uh, I still need to apply what I have learned in the Magic of Tidying Up book that I talked about in um, one of my earlier episodes and um, and have a place that is acceptable for another human being to live in. Um, <clears throat> I would really like to do that at some point. And actually, we're talking about for our uh, makeshift honeymoon, going to Spain and um, and staying with one of the girls and her family because they said that was totally cool. So these are the kind of connections you can make uh, when you have an exchange student. I still... Um, I'm still in contact with Nona and Marty from Armenia and Poland. We're kind of like Facebook pen pals and we just keep in touch with each other. And that's how I know that he's an artist now, even though <clears throat> I haven't seen him in 20 years. <laughs> and it, it, like I said, it, it has just kind of this profound effect on both of you if you do it right and you can really, um, change someone's life for the better. When I was, um, pet sitting, for this lady several years back <clears throat> who had 11 dogs. <laughs> God. Um, anyway, when I was pestering for her, she had some exchange students. Um, one of them was from 
Slovakia. His name was Bronislav, but we called him Brano. And he was very intelligent. I still talk to him, too. Uh, he wasn't even my exchange student. <laughs> but I still talk to him, and he was very intelligent. Um, it was always uh, educational speaking with him about the differences between our country and, like, the way that their education works and their politics and their health care and things like that and what he's used to and the, the countries he's been to because he's been to so many countries. I guess when you're in, in that area of the world, all the countries are so close together, you can travel to like five different countries in a day if you want to, which sounds just insane to me because I've never even left the U.S. and I can't wait to, to get out of here and see some more of the world because I feel like, you know, a white American loser <laughs> with no culture <laughs> who hasn't seen shit. I've been to Hawaii. Does that count? <laughs> For four days I was in Hawaii uh, and that was amazing. <laughs> I got to see lava and manta rays and uh, yeah, it was fucking amazing. Um, <clears throat> so it, it's really cool to make friends with people from other parts of the world, and uh, and it 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 makes a difference. It really does. So now that I've apparently talked your ear off for almost forty minutes, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and end my podcast here. Um, again, I highly recommend the book Wicked. I definitely say try getting an exchange student at some point in your life, but have a plan. Ha plan to take them out to go s do and see cool things. Ha plan to learn about them. It'll be a blast. You won't regret it. Um, the other thing uh, that I totally forgot to do at the beginning of my podcast that I said I was going to start doing um, was give you my contact information. So you can actually look up the Nerdry Podcast on Facebook. And I've got a page there with links to my, my podcast through Anchor. Um, you can leave comments there. I will also um, read and respond to comments left on Facebook, uh, depending on what they are. <laughs> and, um, and you can also shoot me an email at thenerdrypodcast at gmail.com. I will read your emails on air and respond to them. Uh, if you know how to, you can also go through Anchor and call in and leave me a message, which I will play on air and respond to. <clears throat> Although Anchor is kind of weird because it's it's different on the phone than what it is on the PC. And unless you know where you're looking for, sometimes you can't find messages. It's very strange. So that being said, uh, please feel free to reach out to me. You know, leave me a comment. Talk about some stuff uh, with me. Share something funny. I Like I said, I love animal puns. So <laughs> if you just want to go onto my Facebook and leave a bunch of animal puns, I will be okay with that. And, uh, <clears throat> and I'm okay with you leaving me birthday wishes as well. So I hope you guys have a good one on my birthday. Uh, I hope you're all feeling and looking young <laughs> and, um, and never grow up too, too quickly. All right, guys, may the source be with you.